the hot shell than the heroes for. In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with muggings mysterious. All police and detectives are furious because they can't find the source of this lethally evil force. This is serious, so give me a quarter. I was a witness, get me a report. Call April O'Neil in on this case, and you better hurry up. There's no time to wait. We need help like quick on the double. Have pity on a city, man, it's in trouble. We need heroes like the Lone Ranger when Tonto came pronto. When there was danger, they didn't say we'd be there in half an hour. Cause they displayed reporter was hot on the trail, determined to put these crooks in jail. She spied the bad guys and saw what happened, but before she knew it, she fell in the trap and got caught. Yeah, she was all alone, with no friends and no phone. Now this was beyond her worst dreams, cause she was cornered by some wayward scenes. Headed by Shredder, they were anything but good. Misguided on love, they call them the foot. They could terrorize and be the angry youth, and they'd love the people who needed truth. And from out of the dark came an awesome sight, shouting Cowboy as they hit the ground from the field of weeds, the heroes rescue the flower, cause they possess Instead of fighting these ninja masters with moves like lightning, they were once normal. But now the mutants split as the teacher, so they are the students. Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello make up the team with one other fellow, Raphael. He's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear group. Pizza's the food that's sure to please. These ninjas are into pepperoni and cheese. Back to the story, it's not hard to find. Ninjas not just of the body, but of the mind. Those were the words that the master instructed, but a letter from Shredder had splinter of darkness. That the last straw, spring into action. Step on the foot, now they're gonna lose traction. Now this is for real, so you fight for justice. Your shell is hard, so you shout, they can't dust us all. Like some old coffee table, since you've been born, you've been willing and able to defeat the snake, protect the weak, fight for rights and your freedom to speak. Now the villain is chilling, so you make a stand. Back to the wall, put your sword in your hand. Remember the words of your teacher, your master. Evil moves fast, but good moves faster than light. Shining for your illumination, good versus evil equals confrontation. So when you're in trouble, don't give in and go sour. Try to rely on your Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the USS Adequate to boldly go where no podcast has gone before, or until we get cancelled. We're there. This is this doesn't feel right for some reason. There. 
feels like this is yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel a disturbance in the force as if millions of Trekkies were suddenly cried out in anguish and then were suddenly silenced. <laughs> By the force of the true power <laughs> that is the wars. But yes. Um, <laughs> wars, baby. <laughs> so yes. Um we thought we'd cool. we can start off with a little uh uh, little shout out to Goodwill, shall we say that? <laughs> so that was for you, Goodwill. Let's get this put right, shall we? Yes. Beam us back. <laughs> get us back. Geordie. <laughs> right. We'll put us back on now. We're back on the normal. We're back on normal. So hey, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. I'm totally got thrown by having to press loads of buttons and stuff there so sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> but yes so today we thought we'd do a special episode and we are joined by nearly jesus himself and the discord daddy like i say he's getting a bit of a reputation now of like say the the, the heart throb of the group the heart throb oh, of the team uh where Again, just to make him feel uncomfortable. Like, see, I think I'm going to introduce him like this every time now. The, he, <laughs> it is Lee, the person where men want to be him and women want to be want him to be in him. So yes, <laughs> hi Lee. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> radical, radical, radical. Oh, poor Lee. It's gone all red. <laughs> yes. So this, we are stealing a slot tonight, as as you yep. all like more of aware that we are normally taken over by the treks and the the goodwills of this world. He is in the chat today. Uh, he's having a holiday. See, I do give him time off uh, like said, <laughs> for good uh, good measures. But yes, so I've wanted to do this episode of the podcast for quite a while. So is Jake. And as we were discussing before, we did have a Turtles episode that was up that we had like a general broad discussion that was quite a lot of fun. And for reasons, we had to take it down. It's no longer you can't find it. Well, to be fair, if you slip as a tenor, I'll, I'll send you a link. But um, <laughs> we, we can't have a nerdy podcast and not have an episode that is dedicated to the green machine that is the Turtles. So, yes. Yeah. So, Sammy... Totally. Yep. Do you want to do your little specials? I tried it with Lee and, and, and Beth and them, and it was the most awkward thing I've ever asked them as well. <laughs> oh, whoa, am I asking that question right now? Can okay. Do. Okay, so let's see if I can make this as least awkward as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you guys doing? And what you've been watching? I'm doing good. And me and, is all. And, and me and Lee... And, and Jake hasn't probably caught up to me in the yet, has been watching a certain, <laughs> certain, Tiny uh, <laughs> certain TV show that came out yesterday, and I could not fucking turn it off. Mm-hmm. This was one of the, I wouldn't say brilliant, but entertaining and fun. That is just absolutely mind-blowingly and makes me want to be a pirate more than the Goonies. Wow. Yes. I've told you so. <laughs> I told you all to watch One Piece. <laughs> so yes, how did you find the Pirate King there, Lee? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. Um, as Jake made me watch the anime, mm-hmm. and this I'll make everyone watch it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone should watch it. To be fair, but it's so true to the anime as well i've seen reports saying uh describing it as the best anime live adaption ever made mm-hmm. and i agree wow 
It's so good. I, we haven't started watching it yet, um, which is shocking because my husband is a huge One Piece fan. He's made me watch one of the animated movies before and I did not have a fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that happens a lot because like One Piece, the characters are just so weird and mm-hmm. everyone's like a different shape. It's almost as if they mash a million art styles together. Mm-hmm. So if you just jump into one random episode, like you know hundreds in mm-hmm. you'll just think everything's just a big jumble of shapes on the screen i think <laughs> i know a lot of the characters because i buy a lot of like we, pe- people in this chat will know that my agreement with my husband is if i buy something when i'm out i have to buy him something so i buy him a lot of dragon ball z and sometimes occasionally one mm. piece mm-hmm. um i have a lot of tony tony choppers because it's the only character I know. he's the best <laughs> No. Tony, Tony, Chopper, and Luffy. That's it. Luffy. I'm guessing Chopper doesn't show up. I haven't watched it, but I can't imagine they get that far. <laughs> Luffy is my god. Yeah. Oh wow. I am. I am on the praying to the altar of yeah. King, King Luffy now. You uh, should always ask yourself, what would Luffy do? Like, and the best thing about Luffy is, if you gave him like a McDonald's Happy Meal, he would destroy the Tory government. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And free us all. <laughs> Just follow wow. your dreams. He would just follow your dreams, though. That's the thing. He's a <laughs> he's a dream giver. That's the way I would describe him. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I absolutely smashed that. That was one of the most entertaining thing I've I've seen on TV, probably in the last twenty years, easily. Wow. And I was good at there's only eight episodes. Oh, was mm. that? Mm-hmm. I'm was... guessing that this has done so well that you're getting more, because normally well, it happens. It's on Netflix. It's Netflix, so we are worried. And there's still, mm-hmm. like I said, there's still rumours that Sandman 2 is not going to happen, but... <laughs> Let's not talk about that, shall we? But well, yes. that has actual writers, so, you know, they're, they're busy right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. But yes. But yeah. Oh, well, I haven't watched One Piece yet, mm-hmm. but I did start watching Star Trek, as mm-hmm. people would have seen from the Facebook group. <laughs> That first episode is really fucking long. It's, <laughs> it's really fucking long. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And Ant came in and he went, What are you doing? I was like, I'm watching Star Trek. With her, with her. Like, Sammy's talking about Star Trek. I'll put the I'll put the other look back on there. Go on, <laughs> yeah, so it's fine. So, talk about Star Trek now, it's okay. Make me feel at home. So like <laughs> people came in and were like, Why does why does John Delaney look like that? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> but he was he was very confused why is it Q? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was very confused why Q was there, and I was like, "Cause he is." Mm-hmm. It's like he was good. Um, so we had this whole discussion about mm-hmm. Q, but I was enjoying it. The only thing that was really annoying us was Will Wheaton. <laughs> oh, I sorry. don't like Wesley at all. Oh, I'm oh, really sorry. Wesley, that's that's so kid. <laughs> Who are Will Wheaton? He's got such an annoying face. He's like Millhouse. He's like if they put Millhouse on a spaceship. <laughs> If they put Goodwill on a spaceship, that's what Will Wheaton would be. <laughs> I just love the contempt that, um, well, what's he called? John Luke Picard, like Picard has for him, mm-hmm. and he just keeps calling him that boy. <laughs> it's in, it's funny because, like, in like the new Picards, like he's all like this, like sweet old man, but like early on, he's like a grumpy asshole. He's, so, he's quite aggressive in the way he talks, especially <laughs> when he was talking to um. Beverly and he was mm. like, "Yes, I und- I'm going to have you shipped off here." And he's just like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, because like he was <laughs> he was so mean." <laughs> he wasn't the, the, yeah. the nicest of characters. Uh, I have to admit, uh, Picard 
did take a long time to grow into uh, the Picard that we got in uh, future times as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goodwill really hates I'm, us. <laughs> sorry, Michael. Um, I'm, I am gonna, um, I'm gonna persevere with it, but I'm gonna take my time because mm. I feel like if I, I, I feel like if I rush it and start like doing one episode after the other after the other, I'm gonna get mm-hmm. that boredness of it that I'll just stop watching altogether. Get a, get a, get a skip list that honestly is like you know like here's the essential episodes type of thing mm-hmm. well like, i didn't know that was a thing until you put it in our group yeah. chat and i was like my god <laughs> <laughs> i asked for your help early like ages ago and you blanked you on twitter this. as well so we'll, we'll open up new wound, old wounds there as well um <laughs> what about you jake what have you been watching uh just pretty much just the one episode of one piece um and like yes, I definitely enjoyed it. It's kind of like the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of waiting for like some maybe some differences to to like sink my teeth into, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the only other thing I watched that I hadn't seen before because I've been watching some Adventure Time as well. But uh, Pitch Perfect. All right, Savage <laughs> <laughs> Jam fun. now. <laughs> did you like it? I did. Yeah. I mean, I I, I do like musicals and stuff, but uh, mm. yeah, it was pretty funny. It was a, like. Obviously, watching it now, it was a nice like throwback to like comedies where it's just like everything's a bit silly, but it wasn't yeah. like super like vulgar or like like mm-hmm. shitty or punching down. It was just like a silly world. It's not um, that serious. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and like, hey, Paul, you happy with that one, aren't you? There, Sammy, look at that face. Get, I got a pun in. Yes, <laughs> I made a funny. <laughs> I made a funny. I made a joke. You know, but this is not. This is no exaggeration. For nearly six months, maybe a year, mm-hmm. I watch Pitch Perfect every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every day. See, I was obsessed with this movie. Did you see Dear Evan Hansen's on Netflix? Yeah, now, I did. With the guy from Pitch Perfect, and yeah, <laughs> absolutely, Anth absolutely loves him. He he actually has um, you know the song he sings at the end i got the magic (laughs) he's actually got that on his playlist with him Mm. singing it um i I do want to watch it but i've heard it's really sad probably Um, really sad and really like it probably gets to you Mm -hmm. um so i i'm not in that i'm not in that mindset to watch something like that at the minute i'm way too sensitive (laughs) (laughs) so other than one piece lee have you watched anything interesting uh, just the anime One Piece. Wow, <laughs> One Piece all the time. Can I can I ask you guys a spoilerific question? Well, Lee probably because Paul might not know. Mm-hmm. Um, do they ever play the theme song? You know the theme song. Yes. Okay. That's it, weird. That's it's like fine. an orca- it's like an orchestral version just that's, for a moment. Yep. That's fine. And it's magnificent. <laughs> all right. I think I know what you're talking about there, but I think um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, well, not spoiler. Every time in the group that someone posts, like, what's the best TV theme? Sorry, I'm just like, cruise the arch. <laughs> no, it, it has very lot of heartfelt moments as well. And I know Jake will probably hate us for this, but I am really enjoying Ashoka. I've watched the three episodes, and I'll be honest, it is, yeah. the, sec- it is the sexiest Star Wars series I've watched. All the women in there all have very tight and revealing clothing, and I am, I, I am for it. I- I noticed that as well, which is weird because I feel like Star Wars is like completely sexless the rest of the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like obviously there was like Slave Leia, mm-hmm. but like that was that like was the only time though. It was like a drop in the ocean, and like 
as a kid, I wasn't like thinking it was sexy. I was like, oh no, Jabba the Hutt's got a type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't part of the story, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like this one's it's got some weird vibes. But yeah, I there's watched a, it too. There's a lot of framing towards the ass. All the female Definitely. characters' asses are, are firmly in shore for a lot of them, and I am. And you know what? You know what? That always <laughs> makes me think of as well, because there was like weird stories from like Carrie Fisher where she was like, "Oh yeah, like George said, nobody in space wears underwear, so we didn't." And then just like, are yeah, they still doing that today? No, that's one of our, that was one of our comedy bits that yeah we got told that in space nobody wears underwear, yet Natalie Portman was able to wear a bra and and underwear and she was furious (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was just it was just her i haven't watched the third episode of Ahsoka yet but i am really enjoying it i'm loving um, mary elizabeth weinstead as hera Mm -hmm. she is absolutely perfect for that role Mm -hmm. i just i love that everyone's a bit a bit wooden though like acting wise just see bums (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the ass gotcha. really, it's, really it's the best the... ass acting I've seen in a while I might just, watch this now I personally just think the plane is safe yeah. and not and not overdoing it with the dramatics or the enthusiasm they're just playing it I, reckon it's the, I, I do feel um, it's the calm before the storm I think when Thorne yeah, comes in I think it's going to ramp it up to the levels that you've not seen in a long time there was like a couple of moments where Rosario acted for like a second in the space battle, but then it went back to like flat line. <laughs> I did say to Ant, like, I say it's like, this is not the Ahsoka that I remember because the, the last thing I watched Ahsoka in was Clone Wars, and that was not that wasn't that long ago. And he was like, I know, but you've got to remember there's a lot that's happened between what you've seen in Clone Wars to where she is right now. That yes, she is, is going to be. Is the <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say in case people have like not seen Clone Wars, but yeah. the stuff, um, stuff that she did in that obviously has had a knock-on effect with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never going back to General Thrawn. I have never seen a reaction like I did when I was at Star Wars Celebration in Europe, mm-hmm. and they had a, we were at the Rebels panel. It was fucking great. Like Sam Witwer was there, and um, Dave Filoni was there. And they showed the next sequence of Rebels, and it was where they were bringing Thrawn mm-hmm. into it. And bearing in mind, I thought I was sitting in a room with a bunch of children. I was not. No. When that was revealed, the amount of fully grown men <laughs> screaming their heads off and lightsabers all in the air. It was such so, like me and Carolyn <laughs> were sitting down to the point where we just stood up because everyone else did. And we were like, it nearly brought a tear to me. I was like, I've never experienced that before. I would be shit in Hollyish at yeah. San Diego Comic Con doing like these big I announcements. The, I'd I just, just be bawling. I think the only thing that's thrown me with Ahsoka, and again, it's probably the same with the Mandalorian and stuff like that. It's hard to work out the time frame where everything's yeah, happening. Yeah, me and Anthony. Because it, it's because it's like because it's like oh, uh, we haven't got Rey yet. We haven't got to like the Force Awakens and yet there's still Jedi's and still Silthords and and. It's like oh, so it's after Jedi. Is it before Jedi? No, it's it, is it the same time? It's because it's in now. Yeah. The, the like the Rebel Alliance has got is over uh, overthrown the Empire and stuff. It's that's the only thing because there's so many different timelines. It I just, think like yeah, like the the sort of touching upon it and they keep saying like the fledging fledgling New Republic. Mm-hmm. And I think what what it sounds like has happened is like Hera was kind of leader of like the Rebel fleet. 
mm-hmm. um, during the last Death Star run. And then I think what it sounds like is the Republic is taken back over and shifted the rebels like out of the picture. Mm-hmm. So that they're, they're still there, but mm-hmm. they're like, you know, you saw in that episode, he was like, oh, you know, you're not getting a fleet to go and chase this. Yeah. So they've kind of like pushed the rebel army out of the decision making. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we are right now. It's kind of yeah, like right. that weird time. But we yeah. couldn't figure it out either. We, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't place it because he was saying it's like after Mandalorian, and it has to be after the Mandalorian because. She knows that thorns, I think. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And, and then, but then I had to go back and think, well, where the fuck did the Mandalorian fit? And then I was like, oh god, Luke was there, so there was a young Luke. So that was the only way that I could try to muster. But it was <laughs> really confusing as to where it stood in the timeline because there was no direct mm-hmm. say in yeah. where it was. But yes, yeah. so to, to move off swiftly now because we're not talking to the Ahsoka <laughs> podcast because otherwise Lee would be very quiet. Bless him. Um, oh, <laughs> I haven't Apologies. seen it. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. I don't mind. So, if you want to get the disclaimer out the way, and we'll talk Absolutely. about, uh, the, we'll talk about either the teenage mutant ninja turtles or the teenage mutant hero turtles, depending on which version you got. <laughs> We're going with ninja. So, Ninjas. everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us on the Facebook page the Discord, or the comment section, where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Very well done. You got it right Cowabunga. this time. <laughs> Party on, dude. But yeah, I uh... like Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> but I was laughing, like, say, trying to do that on uh, Tuesday afternoon. I was like, I keep... Because you wrote down saying tonight, I was like, it's not tonight, it's the daytime. Why am I talking idiot? But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. You do it very well. Yes. I have heard you do it very well. Yes. Thank you. Not as Thank good you as, for putting not, up with my bullshit. <laughs> not, not as good as Graham. <laughs> That's true. Even though I give Graham the wrong words to say. And he still said yes. them right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so we've all watched the turtles this week, I take it. Yes. Today. <laughs> Today as well. I think I watched it last Sunday. <laughs> so just to ask where you got the copy from that you watched it. It's 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 a it's a known thing called Dodgy Up North. Right. Um, <laughs> and that's exactly where I got it from. Cool. Well, did you and you watched it from the free Prime channels? Is that right, Jake? Yeah, I I, I went legit. It was I went, on Prime. Yeah, I went legit. It was on that freebie thing. You have to watch like a few adverts, but it, yeah. it was only like. A 20 second advert about five times so yeah it's I've, got the deleted I've... scenes in as well yes oh, okay mm-hmm. which ones were deleted that's what like, i wanted uh, to think because i think i've discussed this nunchucks. before uh, yes everything that was referenced with michelangelo and the nunchucks was taken right. out of the original when we okay. got the original oh, there's definitely nunchucks in this the and one like, i watched the uh the end bit where he's hanging off the building yeah, yeah it was completely different to what we originally the original cut we didn't wow. actually get we didn't actually yeah. get the nunchucks until the DVD release. So, uh, so the VHS was nunchucks because apparently nunchucks, not swords, not size, not bow staffs, nunchucks were too violent for kids to use or to to be shown. Can yeah, I yeah. can I give you an interesting fact about the whole violence thing and where that came from? Because cool. I've done a lot of, I've done a bit of a, re, I've done a bit of a deep dive into this because I've thoroughly enjoyed this movie so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Henson, yep, is the is the 
he is the the most violent man in america (laughs) he is the puppeteer and he is the guy who created the he advanced the technology in animatronics Mm -hmm. to for turtles you don't have the style of animatronics that you do if you don't have jim henson Mm -hmm. and he did this for a favor for the director but he came out and said that this was one of the most violent movies he's ever worked on. This is not something <laughs> that he wanted in his catalogue. And because Jim Henson said, this is violent, mm-hmm. like this is violent, it just caught on to everyone. And if you really look at this movie and you look at the fight scenes, there is not one fist hit a jaw or hit <laughs> a body part. It's just a lot of flying bodies, a lot of, Mm-hmm. movement and a flying body it's not really that violent but jim henson is the reason why people <laughs> thought it was so violent because it's jim henson and he's lovely and he did muppets and you know very <laughs> and bright and yeah everyone believed that that's so there you go that was an interesting thing that i read today i've read so much this movie <laughs> is so, in- so much more interesting when you know all of the background to it <laughs> so did anyone enjoy the movie <laughs> loved it. Absolutely loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I want to live in that city so badly. What dirty New York. <laughs> yes. It was right. real at one point. April's apartment is gross. Yes. It's got like a brown bathtub when the guy opens the uh, shower curtains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong like, with that. There's weird things. She lives in Murder Alley or something. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's Batman. That's fine. <laughs> Regarding the movie, I remember when I, it first came out, I know I've told the story a number, a number of times, it was the first ever pirate copy uh, I I got to see, and uh, the American version that, straight away. That must have been really dark, like the, the copy, because this movie yeah. is dark as shit. <laughs> mm. It was the ones where they used to use the videotapes, to, it was a camcorder copy from within the cinema, and then yeah. it was a videotape copying over videotape, so you used to have the yeah. white snow over it every so often. And yeah. uh, every, every so often it kind of blurs out and you're trying to make sure, is that a Tyrannosaurus Rex attacking Michelangelo or is he eating a pizza? <laughs> but it was my favourite VHS that I owned and I would not let it out of my sight for so long, uh, oh. like say when I watched this movie. And as I said, when I went to see it at the cinema, because I had to experience it on the big screen as well, I was so it was so weird seeing, as Lee pointed out, the the scenes that I've I'd seen in the VHS weren't in, so the ending didn't make sense. Uh, the whole like say the fight with Michelangelo when they do the nunchucks battle and he and he does the spinning thing that 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 all was gone in it, um, but it is very much a carbon copy to the original com- comic. Yeah, like yeah. the first little run, like mm-hmm. the first few issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The it's, it's only the first. It's just the first issue, isn't it? First issue. Shredder yeah. dies in issue one. Issue one. Shred- the Shredder never dies. comes back. Uh-huh. But to make, he must have made such an impact that he's become this huge villain over the years. Every version of the Turtles, Shredder's the big villain. He only got big in the cartoon because of the car- yeah. cartoon. Because the cartoon yeah. made made the t- like when the t- cartoon came out. That's when the turtles went absolutely everywhere, and that that was where the shredder became such a big villain or big comic book character. I know the, the Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil, uh, <laughs> like the voice, which is amazing when you think about playing an Asian man, a big big black man playing an Asian man, and it was hilarious. And like the most evil character ever, like <laughs> the nicest guy. <laughs> so 
when you've watched back, because again, there's certain bits that you laugh at and there's certain bits that you think if they made it, well, if they have tried remaking this movie so many times over and over yeah. now and they use CGI and stuff and it loses that magic. Like this movie, because it was, it, I think it, it still is the highest, one of the highest grossing independent it movies. Is- is the highest grossing independent film until mm-hmm. the Blair Witch Project. Right, okay. Now let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Well, even more than Star Wars. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Made 135 <laughs> million domestic mm-hmm. and it made 66 million foreign. Mm-hmm. This, it, 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 it was huge. So Corey Feldman, which fucking blew my mind today, by the way, did not know that was Donatello. Um, <laughs> Corey Feldman only got $1,500 initially mm-hmm. when he signed up he agreed to do it for such a short amount of money because he genuinely thought it was just going to be some light and fluffy independent thing that was just going to go on vhs no one was going to see it who mm-hmm. gives a shit and it turned out to be a fucking blockbuster <laughs> but he and... wasn't in the suit though was he no no, no i was just so the only the only guy who was in the suit and who was the voice actor is Raphael, who well, is played can... by josh pierce can I just say then, I think like they overpaid him because I'm pretty sure Donatello has like six lines and they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's basically have... like, but he basically turns into like a second Michelangelo in this yeah, movie. Yeah, like... he's, he's not the Donatello we know, like the machines. No. Like when he's in the garage with Casey Jones and they're just thinking of like different words to, like from the alphabet yeah. to call each other, like Gackbrain, and uh, yeah. hose mouth and stuff like that. Uh, and he even forgets the alphabet. He's like, "What we're up to now?" It's like, "We're there. You're only five letters in." Fucking hell, Donatello! It must be the brains <laughs> of the bus. Yeah. Do machines, <laughs> but, um, but re- like relating to the movie as well, because even though it is the turtles movie, it's not a turtle. The all four turtles don't get time to shine. I don't think. No, this is no. a Raphael. Yeah, yeah. It's a Raphael show. Yeah. It's a Raphael movie. Um, like I was saying, the guy who voiced him is also the guy in the suit. Mm-hmm. Um and he made he was a because he did that he was allowed to make choices with his character because he's the only one who has a really thick Brooklyn accent and <laughs> um, he's the only one who has a distinct accent outside of the rest of them all three of them they're kind of like a background characters whereas Raphael was the main star. It is strange that they've been raised by a Japanese rat. <laughs> who has a Japanese accent, and they all have like Californian surfs up dudes accents, and then Raphael they're... like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's just like yeah. as soon as they're alive though, because it's not like it doesn't show you them watching TV. Like they get the ooze on them, and they're like radical, radical, radical. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it was just a different blend of ooze that they got. Like say, because Tokyo yeah. beers are always stupid uh, in in particular the ooze too. But um, one of the one of the actual actors in the suits did a good job and they liked him so he got actually play a, a separate part in the sequel the guy who plays the pizza delivery dude who um uh-huh. he was actually at, what i can't remember which turtle he was but he was actually yeah. one of the turtles in the suits in the first one yeah they all got bit parts mm-hmm. so um, the the voice actors apart from cory feldman they're all in the movie mm-hmm. as themselves um, and some of them went on to be in the second one and in the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy, the puppeteer for Shredder is the same puppeteer. Wait there, Shred- Shred- Shredder Splinter. was a puppet. No, 
What's the rat called? Splinter. 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 I did this earlier when I was talking to Ant. I was like, what's the rat's name? Um, yeah, Splinter. So the, guy, so the, same, the same guy who did Splinter is the same puppeteer who does Elmo. Right, okay. And he is so, 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 so that guy can claim he had his hand up Elmo's ass and Splinter's ass <laughs> at, the, at yeah, the same time. At the same time. Cool. At the same time, yeah. So he did... He's he was the puppeteer throughout it all throughout all three movies. So who was but, your favorite turtle in this movie? Because as as Jake said, the the all of them except from Raph and Michelangelo were very different personalities, I believe, than in the comics that we got. But who yeah. was who was your favorite? Like like if you go back to like say Small Lee, Small Jake, Small Sammy. Who was your favorite as a kid? Like not now, because oh, everyone God. everyone always leans to certain characters now because. Yeah. Like, but who was your favorite as a kid in this movie? We'll go with Lee first. Oh. It's always been Raphael. You pervert! Uh, I don't know. I don't know why it was Raphael. You're so as a rude kid. and or crude. Did you? Were you a fan of the Red Ranger as well? Is I that, was, is, yes. Is it, is it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a boy thing in red. With that, and, and he fancies Goodwill, so he likes redheads, red gingers. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know why I picked it as a kid, but now it, it's mm. like that's my personality is more towards Raphael. So, like, you, so you're, you're a grumpy old twat. A bit of a bit of an introvert and a bit grumpy. Yeah, I'm a Paul. I mean a Raphael. If you walk around near where Lee lives, you can just hear him shouting, "Damn, damn!" Like constantly doing his martial arts on the roof. We're getting spied on by Casey Jones. Uh, what about you, Jake? Oh, it was a hundred percent Michelangelo, and I think mm. that's pretty much carried through because, like, he's mm. like the comedy guy, but he's like the little brother as well. Like everyone loves him. Like, uh, yeah, he's it's the- always been. I don't know if he's the best in this movie because, like, like we've all said, like Raph steals all this the airtime, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was definitely Mikey when I was a kid, for sure. What about you, Sammy? Mine was Michelangelo. Always mm-hmm. Michael, because Michelangelo was a party dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he probably I know they all love pizza, but mm-hmm. he loved it more than anyone. And um, that... he, he orders the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Michelangelo for sure as a kid. Raphael now because I have to because my best friend's little boy is called Raphael he's my little turtle so everything we get to do with turtles is all Raphael so when I was so when I was a kid the cartoon version like say it was always Michelangelo just because Mm -hmm. he was the most relatable and he was like the innocent at heart but in the movie I don't know why I always gravitated towards Leonardo because he's the sensible one he's the one that makes sense and like I, I always like the sacrifice at the end of this movie as well is when Shredder makes the comment that Splinter's dead or he, uh, or he had it or he had a name and Leo's the one that steps up and like goes on full attack and gets yeah. taken out and that like say I always liked that like say the impulsiveness because even though he was the leader um and I always thought that uh, April fancied Leo for some reason as well. Me too. Mm-hmm. I always thought that I got a shock when her and Casey Jones kissed at the end. Bear in mind, I have seen this movie as, a, you know, younger. Um, but I got a shock when her and Casey Jones kissed at the end because I was like, hang on a minute. I thought you had a thing with Leonardo. That what you is going on here? No, Looking at it as an adult. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> this woman having... Uh, making out with a fully grown... Can I stop you there? Because there was a little old movie in the 80s called Howard the Duck, where someone ha- <laughs> someone fucked a duck. Yeah, so... but how old was how, how old was Howard, though? 
that, 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 was that is a very because we are talking about these, teenage mutant ninja turtles. So it's it says the fifteen. I think. All oh, right. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I never even like it doesn't even cross my mind their age, even though it's in the title. Well, look, it, it, if that's t- in turtle years, how many years is that in human years? Because he like it's a dog years work this game. Because this oh, turtle. How does the ooze factor in? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I've just realised I'm talking about duck fucking on a turtles podcast. It's gone. Yes, there, is du- there is there is duck tits of woohoo in that film. Yes. <laughs> also, another interesting fact: um, they were going to do this movie initially, like mm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so it's going to be animated. <laughs> so they were going to use the technology that they that they're getting from Who Framed Roger Rabbit mm. and use it in this. And Jim Henson walked through the door and went. Absolutely not. No. He walked no. through the door in a giant mechanical <laughs> turtle suit. <laughs> <laughs> or a giant big bird suit and went, no, we can do better than this. Yeah, it was Jim Henson who turned around and said, we're not doing it animated. It's not going to work. It won't have the same effect. I can do what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And he created and advanced the technology for animatronics that you see in we're talking movie. about the animatronics, but like they said, the, the turtle suits themselves. How did you feel about the suits as well? Because I know when you watch back, when you look, let's finish. Jesus Christ! I'm disappointed at every single version that comes out now because it's like, why don't they just bring the rubber suits back? This it looks better than anything that's came out today. Yeah, in might. certain aspects, yes, but let's be honest though, in the fight scenes, there's certain aspects where you'd think. Oh, that hasn't aged well. Like when the when Raph's getting oh. his shell beaten up, and you see the bend in the rubber, <laughs> and they don't even yeah. try and pretend that the shell's even hard. Um, that aspect, like I say, does lead to think. And Jake pointed out as well. Now, and if you haven't seen this, because there's a very famous meme that that's about for the turtles film. When Donatello yeah. laughs, it is Donatello, isn't it? You can it's see when he, it's when it's when the hugging, you know, like when he wakes up out the bathtub and the hug, and he's like, <laughs> his eye, his mouth that opens up, and you can see that you can see the person behind the mask in there. You can That's think what now. I was going to say. Though. Like I think Donatello's somehow the worst. I don't know if the damage the face or something, but Donatello looks like disgusting throughout most of this movie, and the rest don't look the same. <laughs> I never, I never noticed. Um, but the, 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 for all the animatronics are in their face mm-hmm. to make their eyes move, to make their lips move, and everything, it still was not protecting anyone. Because when Raphael gets kicked by Casey Jones in the face, yeah, or hit, um, he actually broke the stuntman's nose who was behind <laughs> the behind the suit because they didn't allow the actor to do the action scenes, even though he was in the suit. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time because they needed to make sure his voice was okay um, yeah, and yeah, broke, he broke his nose so they were not the most protective suits but I fucking hate that meme where you see his <laughs> eyes it freaks us out, it's terrifying that's stuff of nightmares I have got a funny story though when it comes to like the Casey Jones Raphael fight because okay. well, not in reference to the move, well it is kind of reference because like when I was a kid I used to every sport going, like if, if there was a sports club or if there was like a team, I had to be on that team because I loved doing anything sporting wise. So I was on the basketball team, rugby team, athletics team, football team. Uh, I know this chubby lad doesn't seem it, but I used to be quite athletic as a kid. Um, <laughs> there's one sport I refused to play because of the turtles, because Raphael calls it stupid. Oh, cricket. Cricket. I refused to cricket play cricket. Stupid. 
because because Raphael said, "Oh, like it like mocks the sport of cricket." I was like, "I don't want to play it because the turtles don't like cricket." So as a kid, yeah. <laughs> I refused to like because there was a summer club where a few of my mates went up like to lived in Ripe, the Ripe Cricket Club, to play, and I refused to go because the turtles didn't uh, didn't like cricket. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. And he's not My wrong. granddad would have kicked your ass for saying <laughs> cricket was bad. <laughs> it was always a strange one as well, because as a kid, you, there's loads of comments in that you don't quite get in the reference of as well. So when he's yeah. saying you have to understand a crumpet is to know what cricket is. So I was like trying to research as well what, what a crumpet is in cricket terms, not realising it was oh, taking yeah. a piss out of British culture. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so you, you lived your life by the turtles because anything they said, it was like... That's it. Yep. So if they were like, stay celibate, kids. Take <laughs> your vitamins. Yeah, hey, I'd still I be lived... a virgin today. <laughs> I lived my life by the word of Bert Raccoon for nearly 10 years of my life. So don't mock someone for taking notice of a turtle. <laughs> who's that, who's that Bert Raccoon? Who's Bert Raccoon? Yeah. Who's Bert Raccoon? You must have known uh, the reaction you were going to get. <laughs> 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 I don't know who Bert Raccoon is. The Raccoons? I was a cartoon in the 80s. I don't know. Am I that I'm really old? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. And this, and this was Lee's final performance on the Nerdy Up North podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he forever disappeared in the realms of, of, of the people that disappeared that, that came on before. <laughs> I have to, I have to oh, see no, his next month. Never... I'm going to disappear. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so, because like there is a lot of iconic things in this movie as well, like when it comes to the turtles, um, what like what's the standout things for yourselves? Like, say, I'll go to Jake with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I really love the like the um realistic sets because mm-hmm. like they literally don't make them like this anymore. As in, they had people actually build mm-hmm. like scaffolding, a weird like child arcade with skateboard ramps and yeah. anything and cigarettes and gambling well like that was you could tell it was so like it was like lived in and real yeah. and dirty like I, I really liked just how like gritty everything was and i don't think i liked that part of it when i was a kid because i think it's it's a very like adult sort of mm-hmm. movie and story and I think, oh. like, that's why I didn't watch it a lot as a kid. I gravitated to the ooze, the, the secret <laughs> of the ooze, a lot more. <laughs> How did they get the kids to come down to that, like, underground lair thing or at the factory? It must have started with Shredder and Tatsu, the bald guy. Yeah. yeah. Them going up to teenagers and be like, hey, kids, do you want some cigarettes and video <laughs> games? I'd, I'd, I'd be there in a second <laughs> if Shredder walked up to me. <laughs> yeah. Just open like a, kind of pop, a kind of cork because they didn't have the caps, so the police just, just shredderized it. <laughs> Oh yeah, and, but, and Sh- but, Shredder, Shredder's terrifying as well. With these, like, he comes out and he gets his shoulder knives out, and he's like, <laughs> "Hello, children, I am the Shredder." <laughs> and it's like there's like a hundred kids around, and, and I just like think, do you know that uh, Mitchell and Webb where they're like the Nazis, and it's like, are we the baddies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nobody was just looking like, hang on a second. No, know, he's, a, he's a pillar of the community. Exactly. <laughs> They're a family, Lee. Remember that. They're a family. And I loved how much of a send-up it was. like Because um, at the time, I think uh, Marvel had the, bat, the the martial art group, The Hand. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. so they kind of tipped the pace where they said, like, oh, we're going to do The Foot. Uh, even though yeah. it's the most yeah. ridiculous... It was a parody of Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, uh, very much so. But this, like, I absolutely love 
when Splinter's telling the story of how he got trained in the martial arts, <laughs> and you see the little rat in the cage mimicking uh, um, his his master's moves and stuff. Um, and I love the fact that he gnaws on Shredder's face, and Shredder doesn't kill the rat; he just takes his ear. Uh, but that that whole like scene and like the whole sh- Splinter telling the stories was like some of my favorite things as a kid, as an adult now. It, like I said, it still lives up and it still works out now. Like, what? when I was a kid, I didn't realize that they like explain everything. Because mm. like at, yeah. start, at the start, there's all the new stories being like, oh, it's like in the in an old Japanese town, like the, the Japanese immigrants are saying, it's just like what mm. used to happen to them, mm-hmm. like an old ninja story. And then, yeah, like when he's like, mm, I don't like those turtles. I recognize that fighting style. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he, can't, he, can't, he can't let it go. No. And then as soon as he sees Splinter, he's like, you did this to my face. <laughs> <laughs> when he calls him a Rukusaki. You killed my master. And he's like, I'm going to finish off what I did with your ear. And, <laughs> and the pure rage on Splinter's face, um, Shredder's face there. So you've got me oh, doing yeah. it now. What about, what about you, Lee? What are the standout moments for yourself? Don't say it when um, they were shorts. This is, uh, well, this is the first ever film that I saw at the cinema when I was about four-year-olds, I think. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, but I didn't pay attention to a lot of it then because I was only four and I ran around the cinema in circles till the attendant made us, made us sit down. Oh, God, I would have um, loved to slap you. Well, <laughs> is that, that's probably still now. Uh, but uh, no, it's just from start to finish, it's just such a happy film. No matter what's going on, like mm-hmm. this, it's like this defined the nineties. Mm-hmm. It came out in nineteen ninety, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And this just set the precedent for the to rest be fair, of the though, It should have been an eighties film, even though it was released in nineteen nineties. It was made in the eighties, so I'm not giving, not letting them have that I f- one. <laughs> I feel like if it was made even a year earlier, like even the soundtrack would have been completely different, and they would have been yeah. fighting to like rock music. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's so happy because like there's all these like serious like ninjas, we will kill you, but. <laughs> and it's just that, it makes it cheerful all the way through. That comes back in the second one as well, when there's like the big pizza montage at the start. It's the same song, I'm pretty sure. Like, let the first start. We'll have to get Adam to do a challenge... version of us for, for us. No, he could. I'm going to challenge you there, Lee, because. As a kid, I did not. I was not happy when Raphael was dying in a bathtub. <laughs> I still, yeah. I still think that part's really weird, and like gross, like sort of sad and gross. I, I, <laughs> there is about ten minutes in the middle that's very emotional. <laughs> I watched the that bit now. where Splinter in the fire. It's it's so sad. I I get oh, it. Yeah. I, I get it now. But as a kid, I didn't understand why they didn't put Raphael on a bed or on somewhere comfortable. <laughs> but it's a turtle. Water turtles yeah. live in water, so they thought yeah. we'll put him in a bath. The bath will heal him. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it now. I was like, "Oh shit, that's really yeah. clever. That's cleverer than I than I was as a kid." But yeah, like the the, the beat the shit out of Shredder. He's like, covered, uh, "Sorry, Splinter. He's covered in blood for like like the, the whole like half of the movie." I'm just like, "Why? <laughs> it's our father." <laughs> Bless. What about you, Sammy? What, what... I'm... I agree with I agree with Jake with the aesthetic of it. It's mm-hmm. so pleasing and it's so like just takes you like they don't make movies like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also get what Lee's saying. Yes, this this movie is not all happy and singing and dancing. Um, but it's the how it makes you feel watching it as an adult. Mm-hmm. That's I, I don't know I, I don't know if that's what you meant, Lee, but that's how I yeah. took it. Um, 
I absolutely love the, I, I love what you said about the splinter um, constantly talking, when he's talking about his past. Mm -hmm. And it almost gets to the point where you're like, is he actually going to finish that story? <laughs> because, he does, because he starts it. Yeah. And, and I just feel like this is something he always brings up. Um, <laughs> to be fair, though, it, it's like one of us. If we get the same thing, I'll tell them, tell each one about the Goonies and how I watch the Goonies. And now Goonies started up nerdy up north. That That is our origin. Yeah. So it's like Splinter <laughs> is telling everyone about the origin of, of his life now. <laughs> But it's, like, but it's like nobody asked <laughs> but, yeah. but it's almost like nobody asked him and he just comes out with it um i just i do love the whole feel of this i had such a, a ride this afternoon watching it i thought mm -hmm. it was I, I didn't i thought i was just going to be pissing around on my phone mm -hmm. while it was on in the background and i ended up sitting watching the whole entire thing i love the way the turtles look in this mm -hmm. i think when i whenever i think of them i always look back on these and think that's Mm -hmm. that's the epitome of what the turtles look like yeah. even though oh so controversial do not hate me for this i didn't mind the michael beer ones no, i actually don't mind them. Babe, <laughs> there's, there's, i'm gonna go out there and say it. there's never been a bad turtles movie there's just what three what about three it's not a bad turtles oh, movie i love three it's, it's still it's fun. fun it's fun you guys are lying you watch it's it today ter <laughs> terrible story terrible acting but still a fun movie but I went to see that at the Empire in Sunderland, yeah. the actual theatre that had like a, so, I, I had like a, a thingy on, and we were sitting on the floor watching it, and I fucking <laughs> loved it. But yes, as a because uh, with the turtles, there's not been a bad turtles movie. There's just been one brilliant turtles movie though. Tur Ooze was great, but the like mm -hmm. the tur the first turtles defined anything that oh, came before I and came after. Like I said, there's been fun films, but nothing has got to the level that we got with this movie. And that might be down to the nostalgia factor or the fact that watching it through rose-tinted glasses. But there's elements to it that are just fucking outrageously good. Like the whole bit where they're in the apartment and they're hiding and they're going round and you see them for glimpses just like... Like randomly, Michelangelo hiding under a fucking table that is for a ninja would be ridiculous. Then when you look back, he's disappeared. Uh, Donatello is hiding in uh, the bathtub, and you see him poking out from the bathtub. And when you pull it back, he's not there. But then you see shell hanging from um, the ceiling. Um, those little elements there is just absolutely hilarious. Like the whole pizza, um, like the guy with the pizza, like when the pizza delivery is so iconic at the time. Just because Domino's done the whole advert, and that's how Domino's got bigger than Pizza Hut. Sorry to say, I, I, I prefer Pizza. <laughs> they did, but Domino's they got did. bigger but... than Pizza Hut due to the but the fact the marketing campaign that every delivery had to be there before thirty minutes, or you got it for free. And the turtles yeah. used that in the movies, and I thought that was brilliantly marketed. Yeah, Pizza Hut actually put in a twenty million mark twenty million marketing campaign for. The Turtles movie, yet it was Domino's that is the product placement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that just makes absolutely no fucking sense. Like, I don't, I the, I know, I'm, the Domino's I said, one was I'm, late. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Pizza Hut said, "Oh, make make it be late. <laughs> we'll look better than them now." True. Yeah, actually, you could you could argue that that was like a bad thing on Domino's delivery mm -hmm. that they won't be able to find your sewer house. Yes. Um, <laughs> But no, it still works to this day because I had Domino's tonight specifically just because I'd seen this movie. So 
market oh, doesn't work. So if we watch Wayne's World, we all would be eating pizza. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> and oh, yeah, so Pepsi and Doritos. No, no, no. It isn't Wayne's World Coca Cola, but the turtles did have Pepsi yes. on the table at the Naples house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole, and the only thing that like didn't make sense to me as well is that April O'Neill had a whole, a own antiques business as well. I was like, Okay, that's just quite nicely fitting into the story, but just so they could have a fight in an antique store yeah. and burn it down. Oh. There was a lot of fire next to the suits. Did you guys notice as well? Like no. they were like light. They were like lighting matches, and like obviously the apartment, like the the antique store burns down. And I was like, this is seems incredibly dangerous. <laughs> Everything I know about stunt work. <laughs> Health and safety be gone. Horrible where she lives. But how how does she live in such a bad place when she's a, t a TV personality and has her own antique and business? You Cousins. do know what New York was like in the nineteen eighties and nineties. It was an absolute dive. It was, a oh, it was just all like that, wasn't? <laughs> yeah. Well, she, she didn't live, live under under a brothel, so that's fine. So it was a good yeah. area of New York. But well, New York said, in the eighties and nineties dunk <laughs> yeah it was like taxi driver all the time possibly oh it was awful but um yeah like like that's I, that's what i was kind of touching on earlier like the writing's like really sharp in this movie because like they explain mm -hmm. that she like inherited it off her dad and she couldn't bear to close it down mm -hmm. so it, it wasn't like open it was just like you know like a weird like how some people just leave mm -hmm. somebody's room who's died and stuff um, and like during the antiques fight, she gets the call to say she's fired, and Casey overhears it so that he can <laughs> tell her when they're at the farmhouse. It's like everything's proper, like tied up neatly as far as like yeah. the right goes, even if it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, there is probably the way I would describe it. This movie has got so many stupid, fantastic things that happens into it, but you, that's part of the charm of this. But to be honest, yeah. if we are going to start picking apart a movie that is about four teenage turtles being muted mutant up and being trained in the in the ancient art of ninja <laughs> by a rat i think that's having a few little little teething problems here and there is is neat is just picking for picking sake but yeah they did an amazing job because like this must have been hard to get past a lot of like execs when they're like look at this weird black and white comic about turtles and like surprisingly really? not like surprisingly, really? really, it was very much this movie was very much wanted. Mm -hmm. um, oh, because of the cartoon, I guess. Because of the cartoon. Yeah, like um, Yeah, because of the cartoon and the it was the merchandise as well. Yeah. It all comes back it all comes back to the toys. To be fair, though, they knew the, what they were the, doing. The toys were so hard to get their hands on when we were kids. Like back the then. movie toys or the old ones. Well, the, the and, old ones, the movie ones weren't yeah. uh, I, I'll, I'll admit it now, the movie ones weren't as good quality. Like yeah. Yeah, did they have those like spots on? You know, yeah. like sometimes put spots on the turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It weren't, but as, they weren't well, uh, like as well made. But I'm um, like, say, a funny story to, that happened to me, like, say, the other week, because they are bringing out now the old turtles from our our childhood, not not till now, my fucking childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and the woman behind the like, say, when I was buying the turtle figures in the, uh, I was going to, ah, fucking in the entertainer, and she was like, oh, are these for your kids? I was getting no. Let's get it for me. <laughs> and she was looked at us. I was getting no, no. These turtle figures are for my childhood. Like I said, not, they shouldn't even be selling these. And she just looked at us like <laughs> like disgusted. But to be fair, I'd already been told off because they weren't meant to be selling these figures just yet because they were still. <laughs> well, left. that's on them for them having them out. Yes, they should never have had them out. My husband, um, sorry, my mother-in-law's house. 
it has a lot full that they that's <laughs> so cool and um, my mother-in-law has kept all of aunt's turtle mm. toys they're all in the loft i just all she says is if you want them go and get them all I'm going to say, Sam, if you want to continue being on the Nerdy Up North podcast, there is going to be yeah. some blackmail coming into this now. It's payments oh. and turtles <laughs> from now on. <laughs> Payment is due, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just, just go up there with your ninja two skills, Paul, and sneak into somebody's loft. <laughs> <laughs> um, go, ninja, there was go, something... ninja, go. <laughs> <laughs> there was something really interesting I found out about the the filming of this, which I thought was brilliant when I was watching the movie. Um, they recorded, they filmed the turtle scenes because it was very hard to sync the animatronics to the voice because they move very slow. Mm -hmm. So they had to film it in a 25, they had to film it in a 25 frame per second. Mm -hmm. So they could, so to speed it up, to then slow it right back down, to then be able to fit the voice to the movement. All right. It's a lot of work. It's a Just lot to... of work, but that's what made it. See what I mean? When I was like look, reading about it and then watching it, it was like, "Fuck me, that is so like for the nineties. <laughs> that is so fucking cool." So yeah, they had to speed it up to then bring it back down again, so everything all sinks into place. I still think yeah. it's hilarious. That we, we, had, like, we had like Sam Rockwell rocking up in here as well that you didn't notice. There's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I noticed Sam Rockwell instantly. That voice you can't get away from it. But there's two henchmen mm -hmm. in the in the foot, who is Skeet Ulrich mm -hmm. and Scott Wolf. What? Party of five, Scott's Wolf. But yeah, Skeet Ulrich is a is a henchman in the foot. <laughs> he's, getting, he's, getting, he's getting his stabbing training in just then as well. It was weird. Yeah. Like they had like tea strainers on their eyes as well. <laughs> <laughs> that outfit was almost it was like they they crossed over the um one of the putty men from power rangers yeah and just decided we'll just put a ninja like a a red rambo thing around their head and you know tea strainers and that was that was really poor choice for henchmen so because i know, I know if i'm sorry i mate. don't know if i've read this or if i've just heard it somewhere if it's true or not but what's the shredder based off a cheese grater I mean, that's... Why do I feel like I've heard that before? Well, Americans yeah. call a cheese grater a cheese shredder. Mm -hmm. there's, like, there's like an episode <laughs> of the cartoon where like Shredder gets turned into Michelangelo. Like he gets hit on the head and then he's like acts like Michelangelo. <laughs> but, every, but every time someone says shredder, he turns back. Oh. He's like, hey, look. He's like, hey, someone left cheese on this shredder. And then he like turns <laughs> back into his evil self. <laughs> I think they used to use it, give him a nickname, a cheese grater head and stuff like that in the comics yeah. as well. Um, I know we we have had multitude of different movies, but the only thing that does leave us a little bit flat is the fact that we do get seem to get the same bad guys over and over again. Like, who yeah. would you have liked to have seen? Like, I know we've got the new animation one where it's got like seems like got fifteen million different bad guys, but who? <laughs> Do you feel like we've missed out on seeing like a live action like role? Because for me, it would always have to be Leatherhead. I always wanted to see that crocodile versus the turtles in live action, just for the sheer craziness. How how much that would have caused? Like seeing a suit made for Leatherhead as well. But yeah, like and that like thematically fits because it's like you need another weird <laughs> aquatic <laughs> monster. Um, I always wanted to see Baxter Stockman because like, I feel like we never got to see a, like a human fly on screen. 
for any like turtles thing apart from the cartoon because they always teased it and other stuff but mm. never actually like did it i think he was cut out the first one i believe like yeah they had him wrote into the actual movie like baxter stockman had a part but um yeah. it's supposed to be cut but that, that yeah because i'm but... surprised they've never done mausers apart from i think maybe in the michael bay one you know mm. those like little robots that yeah. shoot through the sewers they were terrifying in the comics any like the most annoying mm. things in the games as well like <laughs> yeah the little bastards um what about you lee um well michael Bay gave us crank mm. so that, that's what i was looking forward to and it's okay. it would have been nice to have it in the rubber suit version well it would have had to like find a giant sumo wrestler as well who could be like his bodysuit with the 3d glasses <laughs> what were you sammy i can't i'm not very well versed in the villains that just come with rat the turtles mm-hmm. say who just say the rat king the rat king I'm not so versed up with the villains that, and I couldn't dare say who's been on screen and who hasn't because, mm-hmm. like, has Bebop and Rocksteady been on? I, I, I'm not yeah, sure. It was, it, was she- it was Seamus from WWE was Rocksteady <laughs> and that guy oh, the guy who was in, like, Malcolm in the Middle he played, like, Stevie's dad you mm-hmm. know, like, the friend who, like, had the breathing issues he was Bebop <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I, I can't remember the i would have to go back and watch and i nearly did today mm. mind i nearly went back and started like i was like all right i watched the first one maybe i might watch the second one um did you know there was going to be a fourth one of this movie yeah. hey hey that's my trivia they did actually make a fourth <gasps> one it's oh. the the anime it's the animated one that's just called tmnt because like the go he goes in a back room and it's got like the samurai helmet and stuff, so it's like it actually is like the fourth in this line of movies. Oh. <laughs> I just read that they were going to make a fourth one of with the the turtles as we've seen in the first yeah. three, mm-hmm. um, but the the toy sales were going yeah. down and they decided not to. Well, I couldn't find any Michelangelo's, and I'm sure as hell not buying another Donatello. They <laughs> already had two of him. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're releasing the Turtles three action figures again. Um, like I, I know the NECA, NECA ones just did a, a, a San Diego uh, release where it was like nearly two hundred pound for the four. Uh, like I said, I didn't branch out to that one, but the NECA ones always going. Like I said, I picked up April O'Neil over the weekend, but now I've got quite a few. But the, there's actually I've got the ne- I've got the NECA Super Shredder. He's yeah. cool. Comes okay. he comes with a ooze. <laughs> <'Cause it's... laughs> There's one that came out a few years ago that uh, was a short run, but it looked amazing. It was uh, Spirit Sprinter, Splinter. You know when they, they do the whole meditation and he comes to them and <clears throat> oh, says, yeah. I love you, my children. You, even though I didn't birth you, you are my boys. Um, and they all cry. Yeah. <laughs> and, the animatronic eyes. <laughs> get Splinter's alive. Um, but yeah, like I said, that figure looked, looked outrageously good. But I, okay. I, I'm surprised as well. Like, because the marketing we got at the time, like the Turtles was huge. It was literally everywhere. Um, I, I don't know why they keep going back to the, the animation. Like, why do they keep move, try, trying to like stay away from like these practices? I know with Dark Crystal it proved that it was so expensive to do, mm-hmm. but to get that type of magic and that type of feel, I, I keep Hartman on I want to see the gritty and the and the horrible turtles again just to see yeah. the nasty side. Because they're marketing it to kids. 
they don't think of us 40-year-olds who grew up with this and, you know, love it as much as we do. They are marketing it to children of now. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna you're not gonna get the grittiness that we had because they didn't care about our liking of bright colours and stuff. They were fine with us looking at the dirt and the grime. They don't want that for the children now. They want all bright and fluffy. Worst thing we need Tarantino to make a tails film. No, let's be a foot fetish film. <laughs> They've only got three toes. He doesn't like them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was gonna say three fingers and two toes. Is it just two? two no, toes? you can't walk two on two toes. You can't walk right? on two toes. I'm sure it's two toes. Two seconds. You're probably right. Like, get a figure. We need to do I research. Just, I was going to say earlier, I got Carolyn for her birthday, and Necker did a mashup of the Universal Monsters and the Turtles, and I got her a Raphael who was mashed up with Frankenstein. So yeah. I got a mash for her birthday. Paul, I think Paul's right. I'm, I'm visualizing it in my head. Ugh. Two oh. toes. Two, two big you toes. You can't walk on two toes, though. You'll fall over. Damn. I've actually got the nunchucks. Look how, the nunchucks. Look how their legs are in order to oh, stand shit. up. The nunchucks yeah, haven't exactly. snapped. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Incredible. I always remember the bakery up where I live used to do turtle biscuits. They still do the same <laughs> style biscuits today. It's just All it is is just a sugar biscuit with icing on them, my favourite. Yeah. Um, but they used to do the turtle ones. Always used to get a Michelangelo. Always. Fucking Leonardo nice. nearly took down all the toys there. That was a, a, a fell. <laughs> managed, managed, managed to caught, catch it from Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yes, that that lady. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite. I feel, I feel yes. like um, I mean, I'm not sure of the order of it, but I feel like this must have gave way to a lot of other weird things. Like, oh, kids <laughs> love uh, mutant <laughs> animals that walk on two legs. Let's have these sharks play hockey, or oh, these these mice can ride bikes from Mars. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. after the turtles, I'm guessing. They still keep threatening to make a biker mice thing. I know Street Sharks was a direct ripoff of the turtles. Uh they've actually admitted it. Um I loved Street Sharks as a kid. Street Sharks is such a big thing in the collection in like the collection community that I don't believe it. There's sharks. no there's absolutely no way that the rubber on those sharks is like still intact. Like I don't believe it for a second. Some kids didn't <laughs> play with the toys. I you earlier. There was weirdos like Sam that didn't take things out of boxes. Remember, Jake? <laughs> but you, no, I bet you it'll be sticky though. You know, like when rubber gets weird uh, and like yeah. you put your hand on it and it sticks to it. I bet. So you, that bet. that video I sent you earlier of the live shows, the person yeah. who does them videos is called Laura Legends. She collects street sharks, and they are. <laughs> she always has trouble trying <laughs> a lot, like trying to get them down. They're in very good condition, but I totally get what you mean by that sticky, plasticky yeah, stuff. Yeah, I bet you. There was a lot of like different ranges of stuff that came out. After. It was like I think there was Bucky O'Hare that came out the same time or just after, um, like Biker Mice from Mars. Um, but there was like loads of stupid shit, like Samurai Pizza Cats and like. <sighs> Uh, like they were, they were big amazing. bad beetle bogs and stuff like that. He's having all these theme songs run through me head. Stop. <laughs> Normally with these ones as well, we, we keep like asking about these older films, like if they remade them now, what they do. But the things with the turtles are they are keep trying to reboot them and remake them. Yeah. I know uh, the latest one with Seth Rogen um 
think John Cena was doing a voice of Rocksteady or Bebo, but I'm not, not too sure. Why do they keep getting restless to play <laughs> Rocksteady and Bebo? Because it's, it's, it's big and dumb. Because it's the only of... way they'll get a realistic buff size. Like Seamus that. was like... terrible, though, in that in that role. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> Do, do you think the like I, I, again it's a come back to what they would do now like we are not the target audience where they want people no. to think so i always want them to make like as you said the dirty and gritty turtles that we kind of got this was as close as the comics as we can get and as lee said mm-hmm. uh the ending to this uh, movie is pretty much identical and they actually said uh, the, the guys who create the turtles I can't remember the names now it was something in a lad or something like yep. that. I uh, have them written here it uh, is Kevin, e- Kevin Eastman, Eastman and Peter, Peter Lee. Lee. Yeah. Lee, uh, yeah. They, they said the biggest mistake they did make in the comics was killing Shredder off so early because um, they didn't realise like say what the things and I love the comics that they did as well originally because they weren't the normal comic size like the comic size, they were a little bit larger, and the the, the oh, they, right. th- these two guys, they pretty much did the, the turtles' uh, idea just because they thought of the most ridiculous animal being a ninja, uh, being mm-hmm. the case, and they kind of broke every tradition and every rule while doing this as well. And even though they were completely asshats to each other, the way they treat each other afterwards, um, yeah, like yeah, this is this is a telltale, this is a age old story of money mm-hmm. and what money does to people what... it's, in, it's in the toys that made us isn't it when yeah they're... i was just gonna yeah. say watch the toys that made us because it goes there's there's no holding back like um mm-hmm. kevin neefman like he for all he's he's the one who's in the wrong mm-hmm. but he, he mm-hmm. owns he kind of owns it mm-hmm. so i kind of can't be like mad about it yeah because I, did... I hate people who know that they've done shitty things and are like oh well you know mm-hmm. i did it he knows he was a shitty person yeah I just love the fact that he bought a tank. He was like, what, "That is what? so fucking nineties, man." Come he's on, like, he's, yeah, like, he's like, "Whatever." Like, I've got so much money now. What, what do I do? I'll go and buy a tank to to drive around. Buy a, yeah. Just buy a technodrome. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, like, I, there's um, I think like who took over like Turtles comics? Was it like it wasn't Dark Horse? Was it Image? Was it Image? No, it, it, no, but, it like, wasn't Image. It's dark. It was Dark Horse. So I'm, so sure I'm, talk, I'm talking like it. sort of mid two thousands. Like I can't before the image of never so. had turtles. I'm not okay. sure. I just, I just so remember like, always having boobies in it though. There used to be boobies in no, the well, no, they did this like reboot like in the twenty like the two thousands or something, and it it was quite good in that it was like modern art style, mm-hmm. but it was like a retelling of like the turtle story. So like I could see how they could do it and keep yeah. that kind of grittiness and like the serious story where like Shredder was like you know, training, like, other ninjas and, like, there's, like, a fox kind of character that he was training as his, like, second-in-command. They, they could definitely do, a, like, a serious one. They could even do that last Ronin thing that would yeah, be that's for, what like, I, our generation. That's mm. what I was going to mention as well, because I am very much excited about this. They are doing a game. They are mm-hmm. bringing out a new game next. Uh, it's either coming out this year or next year, what is based on the last Ronin story. So, basically, right. anyone who doesn't know, they released a comic last year, and it, it is hailed as probably the best t- Turtles comic that's ever been wrote for, like, say, story-wise, where three of the brothers have been killed, and the story is, it's called The Last Run, and it's the last turtle trying to avenge all these turtle br- brethren that's been gone. Wow. And, and you don't actually find out until the end of the comic 
which brother was the last one standing. Yeah, because he's got all the weapons, so you don't know. Oh, it's one spoilers. I think Paul has before, but yeah. we won't do it again. <laughs> oh, well, you know what my memory's like? It's absolutely shocking. Yeah. Um, that sounds so interesting. Mm-hmm. That's like a proper... like. Is it a, is it a one-shot or is it... It's, uh... it's a graphic novel you can get. Um, yeah, okay. But there is, oh, there, there's meant to be like offshoots and like follow-ups now because it's done so well. Uh, yeah. I, I was gutted I missed the first run because the first run now goes for like stupid money. Um, oh, yeah. But they are doing a game. So they're not doing a comic or the film, but they're doing a game based on it. And I probably will buy me next gen generation um, like console, <laughs> console to play that. Just for the time. Come join PS5 World with us. <laughs> uh, bring the price down a little bit more. But yeah. <laughs> one thing again i know we did mention it as well and i don't think it uh, i think lee hit the nail on the um on its head the soundtrack was oh. a big factor to how well these films did like <laughs> we like i think he jo- was joking on but after you said it i couldn't not put the opening like say turtle power as the opening to the podcast like, even though I'll probably get a <laughs> shitty email off YouTube tomorrow saying you will not be able to make money off this your, your episode because oh, you, uh, really? all rights are going to <laughs> such and such because because you they don't you don't own the rights to that song. Sometimes mm. you've got to take take the hit and not not make the twelve pence. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You are so right, especially for that song. And um, when when does when does Vanilla Ice come into Turtle Two. World? Two. 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 Yeah. Was well, that singing that earlier? Tequila. I didn't know what that was called for years, even though the only word in it is tequila. I just knew it as that song from the Turtles. It's the only word spoken. This is just what Lee's like. He leader sits uh, there to be quiet and he's like the, the assassin. Also, he's the ninja of the group to take out Sammy. He's the ninja assassin of like one like, like Why is it that like just out randomly they all come back into the room, they've all just been out, and they come back in and then they just start dancing? Because like, yeah, well, oh, yeah, right. the only thing you used to do as a teenager it was either one call. Like say cry, um. So teenagers turtles you know, no, I was some... just crying. <laughs> you know what I think it was? I think it was like the first scene in the shot, and it was a proof of concept. Be like, look, we can dance in the suits, we can do flips, mm-hmm. and we, we can, can talk, move. we can walk. <laughs> I, I've got to give it to the people in them suits because they did class. Like I, I don't even think I could sit in this podcast. For, like, in the, in the <laughs> we're going to get Lee a turtle suit now. He's he's dropped them selling yeah. it. Twenty-four hour live stream. Violent. You want to come on in that suit? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, does anyone else find it hilarious when the opening scene, when the we're well, not the opening scene, but the first time you see the turtles? What's it? Is it a sire that the hat is that the trident Just thing? Sire. Oh, twin yeah. twin yeah. sire. Yeah. When that hits off the light. Mm-hmm. Did anyone mm-hmm. else notice how janky it was? It wasn't as smooth. It wasn't as smooth hit. It actually hit it twice. It just sort of like hits the rim of like the lampshade, it's doesn't it? Ding, ding, <laughs> it's like, if you're um, looking for an effect of holy shit, these the, what the fuck's happening? The lights all go out. 
don't have it where it goes ding ding boom. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had one shot, I think. <laughs> and they smashed the light bulb and, like, and they the fucking blew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like I noticed a part as well where I think it was the first time they go from April's house, like after the first sort of meet there and have like a you know pal around with the pizza. Um I think Leonardo turns around and like his sword gets stuck on the wall, like in the hallway, and it just bends like backwards and then things back. <laughs> was this because uh, um, I always get mixed up with the films? Like at the end, this is the bit where Splinter says, "I made a funny after seeing Cowabunga," and then oh, yeah. then in the second one he made he goes, "I made another funny," isn't it? Yeah. that line? It, it, it's always what like. Does he say? He says, like, go ninja, go ninja, go in the second one. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, go ninja, go ninja, go. <laughs> but I, I love how he punishes the turtles, so it like, makes them do backflips. It's like, instead of doing yeah. the press-ups, it's like, you've got to do 40 backflips and something like that. Um, That's a punishment for the stunt men as well. <laughs> That's going to be a nerdy up north punishment from now on. If you do wrong, you've got to do, like, 100 backflips. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> Bless you. So I'm gonna hear a lot of back cracking going on. Can can I just say like one thing about that silly little like joke at the end? Like that's something that that'll always send like audiences home happy when like mm-hmm. the character talks over the credits and says something silly because it's yeah. just the kind of thing that makes you like turn to like when you're a kid like turn to your parents and be like ah he said a funny <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> like more movies need to like take that on board and that should yeah. become like a, a new trope <laughs> they were gonna do it um and, and i don't know if it was an end credit scene or a deleted scene where they were taking the piss out of batman the michael yeah. Keith batman because it just it 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 just come out. Well, we came out while they were filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was gonna... like almost competing. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, and they were going to do it, and they, they pulled it at the last minute, so they didn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> they have got a history of Batman and the Turtles in the comics as well, though. So that's that yeah, that's true. Really? Yeah, it's loads He's of crossovers a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't there, isn't there that famous like? Scene where he's like Leonardo, this is where my parents died. Like he's shown them primarily. <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's even been a, a Ghostbusters crossover comic. What? Mm-hmm. You need you need to get on. Is this Dark Horse or is this Image? Like, oh, is and it something it's, else? It's definitely not Image. Image. This is not an Image title. It's either Boom Studios or Dark Horse. Boom. I think it's Boom. Mm-hmm. Is it he does Boom? The transfor- he does the Transformers I'm stuff sure, as well. I think it might be Boom Studios who do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's def- okay. definitely not Image. Image would not. not Everything's crossed. It's, it's the real Ghostbusters as well, like yeah. you know the cartoon Ghostbusters who crosses oh, over. Oh, I need to, I need to go and have a look at my um my comic book back catalog that's on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the tel- like the Turtles and Batman ones. There's been a, uh, a few like so cool. parts and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like, say, I see. I know, if, like as Lee is becoming well accustomed now, I like to do my top fives when we do like a same mm-hmm. review of a movie as well. So yeah. we'll start with Sammy because I know how excited she was after watching <laughs> this movie. Out of five, what would you give this movie? Seriously, and mm. I'm not like I'm gonna give it a five. I fucking enjoyed <laughs> this so much, and not just that. Like I've enjoyed tonight, and I, I feel I feel like I'm a, I'm a newfound turtle fan. Like. <laughs> So you're gonna get all the figures now. Start going to B and M searching for the figures like me. Fighting Paul over them just <laughs> um, no, I'm definitely definitely a five and probably just because of how I was so happy 
Like I was so lost in that movie and so happy mm-hmm. for like the hour and a half that it was on. It was it's brilliant. They don't like like Jake said earlier, they just don't make them like this anymore. Very I much loved it. it. What about you, Lee? Um, definitely a five, but I've gave everything a five. So I know, it's it. Oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> but be a bit edgy, be a controversial, Daddy. <laughs> no, you've, you've picked some amazing films, but like this, I would like if I could, I would put it even higher than everything else. So you're giving it a six this out of like five. The top of the top. <laughs> so he's going all. He's on, the, he's on. He's on the just eat scale. <laughs> <laughs> he's busting them things. What about you, Jake? Um. A four, just because I like Secret of the Ooze better. So that's <laughs> Secret of the Ooze is my mute his mic. <laughs> to be fair, though, like, Jake's favorite Batman film is Batman and Robin. So <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. you always have to be, you always have to be different. <laughs> no, no, I'm just an idiot. Um, but <laughs> no, Ma- Mask of the Phantasm is my real favorite Batman film. <laughs> oh, we might have to review that soon because it's getting a 4K re-release. So. Oh, yeah, I bought it. I can't good. remember when it's coming out, but I bought it. <laughs> yeah. Go back to old school, teach teach a few Batman oh. fans to that one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go a 4.8 because it's not quite Goonie level, but it is close. Oh. <laughs> oh. So the average is five. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's how that works. <laughs> four, the uh, average is five. It's crazy, though, that you say these movies. I know uh, we're going to have to find a movie that Lee hates. Soon. That's uh, it. Every movie, every review he's done, he loves the film. That's the reason he's on for. So he's not going to give them a score that's so low. We'll, but we'll, Lee... we'll, we'll get him to watch Orgasmo by himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, How did you feel after watching this like... fucking shit? <laughs> God, God, yeah, like, is, was that the first review this podcast ever did? Uh, probably not. Uh, the, uh, not probably no, one we're trying to do as a before. team. Yeah, yeah. Got, like a group we of really... people together. We really started the bottom. Like... It was the fucking group's fault. We done a vote. Donna picked it and went, oh, Orgasmo. And then the, the, the dirty swines picked Orgasmo. <laughs> the Edge Lords yeah, came right. out in full force. But it gave us Dildo Donna. Dildo so Donna, yes. There's that. That is true. We wouldn't have Dildo Donna without that episode. Yes. Um, but yeah, we'll have to think of some horrors to, to get Lee because I know that Lee doesn't like his horror movies. Even though he claimed on the fucking Mummy episode... That the mummy is not a horror movie. It is. It's it's more what, of an what? action adventure film. It it's is, got a movie monster in. <laughs> it's got a monster. What Lee's saying is he can it's... kick the mummy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's just made of dust. <laughs> gonna get gonna and get she... in Imhotep now to get him. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> it's it's because oh, Lee wow. is the pussy magnet, so it, with him being Imhotep being scared of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's gonna. I'm never coming My on this podcast again. <laughs> he's going back to the chat. He's <laughs> gonna go to the Discord <laughs> where he's king. I'm gonna be king on the Discord. Going... People give me respect. I'm going to be safe space. They really do. <laughs> well, I, I don't find a lot of horrors scary, so that's that's my problem with horrors. And I don't find uh, the mummy scary at all. It's too it, mad. Because it's just, it's all so funny. <laughs> I'll get you to watch Watership Down and that'll fuck you up. 
was going to say, do you have feelings, Lee? Like, do you have any emotion? I, I do. I, I was really emotional tell you what, when, uh, tell you what, we'll when get, Splinter we'll, showed up in the fire. Okay. He's like, I love you, my sons. <laughs> we'll get rid of Lee. Get uh, Bex on. Get Bex to come on and talk to her. Say, say, say she's the emotional one. Oh, <laughs> just, she'll just shout. <laughs> make it, she'll make it tidy uh, rooms behind you or whatever. And... <laughs> Oh, bless so, <laughs> see, put, paint, this, paint the picture that Bex is your mother now, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of mothers, hi, Chris. Hi, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> He's moved on. <laughs> oh, no loyalty, this man. <laughs> no. the, torture everyone the same, though. But yes. Um, so, yes, this was our Star Trek episode. <laughs> 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 Hope Goodwill enjoyed. This is how you do a trekking episode uh, up north. Uh, you talk we about love you. Turtles. We love you, Goodwill. <laughs> yes, we Nanu, love you, <laughs> But yes, um, yeah, Goodwill. Yeah, be with you. Turtles. Turtles. Turtle power. <laughs> Can't do it with our hands. <laughs> but yes, uh, Goodwill will be returning next week uh, with fire and hopefully he does get the animation work and uh, that I did for him, even though he fucked it up last week. Uh, I'll, I'll, as, I, as I'll show him again. Look, this is how it's meant to look, Goodwill. Look, things moving there. That's what it's meant to look like. Sorry. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter and angry. Um, but yes. Uh, and me and Sammy will be back, and we have a special guest with us on Sunday yep. uh, where we're talking about our favourite scare, scary moments in movies. Now, it doesn't have to be jump scares. It doesn't have to be no. horror movies. It just be our favorite no. scare scares in mo- movies. So it could be what... a man inside of a turtle mouth. <laughs> well, it's been... gonna be now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna live in nightmares forever. Um... <laughs> Goodwill's Collins a dickhead. That's fine. All is right in the world. Um... Yep. Balance has been restored. Sammy is back on Monday uh, with Monster Monday, which is a special episode where they're talking about the Monster Squad, which has been described as the horror movie version of The Goonies. So I might have to watch it this weekend. Um, Watch it. You will fucking love this film. This is Paul, if there was a movie ever made for you, Mm -hmm. this was it. (laughs) <laughs> the Monster Squad was it. Um, it's such a brilliant movie. I recommend you watch it before Monday. If not, if you've seen it, come and join. Honestly, me and Dan had such a blast recording this one. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be putting the trailer in before uh, the episode as well, so people can yeah. get a custom if they've never seen the Monster Squad and get a feel of what what the action pack is like. The trailer is actually on um, on the Facebook page as we speak. So awesome. So again, like Sammy always tells us, please like and subscribe. Follow us on every <laughs> single social network uh, platform that we do run. Uh, please like and subscribe to Goodwill's Star Trek videos because he does beat us and swear at us if he doesn't get higher ratings than us. Uh, he... uh, well, in that case, please go and like and share and subscribe on Monsters. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And Jake's gaming videos, and check out uh, Jake's latest video he did last week, it's... where he interviewed the uh, Geek Retreat guys. Uh, yeah, Jake, very. It very was nice amazing, guys. absolutely amazing oh, interview. Thank you. <laughs> you are such a natural. I ke- I keep saying it every time I can. You were so brilliant on that. It was so good. 
Oh, I don't take praise very well. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. No, when, I no but I, I, I had a blast. Like, <laughs> like I, I meant it when I said it in the video that since the first ever Sunny Con I went to, like two years ago, mm-hmm. I've been chatting to him and saying like, oh, you should come on something, you should come on something. But it's mm-hmm. just like, we finally got it together <laughs> after a few weeks of trying to find a night for us. But yeah, they even offered us like we could go and use their D&D room and get up to hijinks and everything. So we, we, should, we should take we them We went up. down one day and we actually checked out the room ourselves, which yeah. just timing and everything. And because this is so convenient for us to be able to do it at home, it just it never materialized. Yeah. But they are such a good group of people, such a good community as well. Mm-hmm. Um, their shop is fantastic. And if they start doing comic books, you will never fucking get me out of there. <laughs> Yeah, go to Geek Retreat, everyone. Yeah. The good lads. Think, they some, are of us are gonna, some of us from the Discord are um, planning to go there, and uh, Peter's going to teach us how to play Gwent. Oh, <laughs> yeah, from The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Gwent? Sounds a bit pervy. Is, is Gwent from, from The Witcher. Is that where she oh. just strips off and pretends to Henry Cavill being all <laughs> sexy and white? <laughs> how do you take an innocent board game, card game, into something so dirty? Like, how do you do it? It's easy. You just think of the thing and just put words together. Honestly, this is why you and my husband get on. Like you can talk to each other. You've both got the same mind. <laughs> so, so he thinks the same about your your mum about as I do as well. I fucking hope not. Oh, this therapy session's gone bad. <laughs> but yes. Uh, what about you two? Uh, knee goods. Have you got anything you want to promote? Will you be streaming next week at all? Because Lee is now called Nerdy Lee, is that right? Nerdy <gasps> Lee on Twitch. You're taking the name <laughs> Nerdy. I, I didn't want to go full on and go Nerd Lee up north. Does that mean your name in our chat's changed as well? So I'm just going to have to stop calling you Supreme all of a sudden. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> ah, it's a new <laughs> thing to learn. <laughs> oh, no. Words. <laughs> <laughs> So yes. I, I just get called Daddy anyway, so it doesn't matter what my name is on there. So we'll have I'll to, never we'll, we'll do a little theme tune. So can you get like the, the get uh, what's it, Daddy, Daddy Lee? Oh, that sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a song as well. We'll get the thing and just like change it and just put Lee in as well. Daddy, Daddy Disco Lee. He gets all the women and. Does rude things and All impregnates. Um, I can, I can do that easy. There's got to be karaoke <laughs> versions of Daddy Cool out there. <laughs> he's just not talking. He's, 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 no. he's just, he's I like, don't know what to say. I'm just worried because I'm sure that uh, SunnyCon after parties have uh, karaoke. Oh, <laughs> and God. I told Donna I would go next year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, we'll all go, Lee. We'll all go for a karaoke jaunt. Yes, I know it probably hasn't been announced yet, but keep an eye on SunnyCon. There's going to be announcements soon for that as well. So Donna, if if, if when she's watching or uh, see announce, there's going to be fun frolics there as well. So hopefully, SunnyCon 2024, baby. Yes, um, I've yes. already been there on on the stream. I travelled there. Goodwill was in chains. It was a an apocalyptic scene. <laughs> did, they put, did they put him in a cage? And like, see, everyone had yeah, to wear an did. eye patch. <laughs> Lee, Lee had getting ready. He's strengthening. He's throwing on. Oh no! <laughs> it was the dangerous <laughs> podcaster on the planet, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. Uh, so please, please follow us and have fun. Uh, we do try and have a laugh. We do talk a lot of shit. Um, yeah. 
so evidence. yes, Sam, yeah, come talk to us in real life on the Facebook group. We'll we'll chat to you and tell you you're a dick mm. and that your opinions are wrong. <laughs> we <Right>. will not. <laughs> so, but yes, same back time, same back channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.